Uh, don't forget to pray. But don't be ashamed to pray. And don't be too proud to pray. Because prayer, prayer changes things. Listen to me. I don't care how dark it looked for you. I don't care what, what they done said to you. I don't care what the verdict is. I don't care what the haters say. Prayer changed things. I was told I would never be nothing. Prayer changes things. The cool thing about prayer is the one thing that's available to everybody at any given time. Now listen to me. You ain't got to like the way I'm saying. Steve, you be cussing though. Okay, cool. I got all that. I got all that. I still shoot dice. I got all that. I drink scotch out of cup straight. I smoke cigars. But guess what? He still saved me. He saved me to be this way. You can't be tripping with my walk with him because my path ain't been like yours. So this, this is my version of Christianity. This is my version of being saved. All you got to do is get your own version. Quit tripping thinking that God going to turn you into some Bible-toting, breast-beating, that you got to go around and ring people's doorbells and try to convert people. I'm not in the soul conversion business. That ain't what he created me for. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody that can save anybody. Yo, 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 what's going on, Bro Talk Nation, man? It's your boy Eric here, and I got my brother Jamarcus on, and man, tonight, whew, y'all can already hear it, man. It's going to be a great one. Man, look, if you haven't had a chance to check out the last episode, definitely go back and check it out. It was filled with the word, and I'm telling you, we got some great nuggets out of it, but tonight, we jumping into a new series, man, and it's the Road to Relief, man. This one is going to hit you in your teeth, all right? But it's going to hit you in your teeth. It's going to hit you in your heart. It's going to hit you in your mind. And I pray to God that it hits your spirit because God has a word that he's bringing forth with this episode. So if you're out there on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast from, please like, please love, please subscribe. Please hit that bell if you're on YouTube so that you can get all our up-to-date videos as soon as we drop. And, man, let me step out the way so that my brother can bring forth the word. What's up, bro? What you got for us? Man, what's going down, man? Bro, talk, man. Seems like we've been off for a month, man. Them breaks be coming in, man. But I'm telling you right now, every time we take a break, man, God gives us a word in these breaks. And we get these fire series coming up out of these breaks. So I already know this one about to be just off the chain, man. I can already tell that the media team has already set the tone with that awesome video. So shout out to the media team, man. Shout out to God for letting us come on here and do what we do, man. Like he said, man, if you did not catch last uh, episode, man, please get on YouTube, subscribe, man. Get on Facebook, uh, go on Spotify, go wherever you can find because we everywhere. So you can go out here to that word that came through, man. But like he said, man, we, we got something coming. And I'm telling y'all, this is about to be this is about to get nasty. I'm just I'm being real with y'all. It's about to get good. All right. So 
Um, you already know, you can see at the bottom, man, we don't, we don't hide no titles around here. The title is literally Road to Relief, man. And I came off of this one uh, talking to, uh, you know, my brother E and uh, Ash about this thing that um, made me start thinking about this this title and this series. I had made a, a, a reel, you know, with the living waters that we do for Bro Talk, uh, try to do it every morning. And we were talking about um, Saul and everybody knows Saul, who is who became Paul, the grace story. Um, But it was something more important to me about that. Nobody usually talks about the road that Saul was on. Right. So I I, I highlighted that in the real. But our anchor verse literally is um, about the story about that, that the conversion from Saul to Paul. Um, I don't want to read all of that. Um, It's a long chapter. But uh, I I put it in there. I highlight it again one more time for everybody. It's literally uh, Acts. um, It's Acts 9, uh, 1 through uh, 16. So everybody can go in there and follow through. If you are there in your Bible, great. If you're not, we're not holding up. We're going to keep this moving. You should be able to find it on your Apple phone by now. If not, you got to need some help. All right. Need you to get on a Bible plan so you can get these Bible, get these things down. I'm just joking. But yeah, Acts, man, go check it out. Uh, chapter 9, 1 through 16, bro. And it, it was an amazing story when you dive deep into it, bro. But it got me thinking about that road that he was on, right? Because we always mm-hmm. just talk about what happened, whatever, right there. But how was the road? Like, literally, mm-hmm. how was that road that he was walking? And yeah. e, you already know, man, um, me and you, we've been doing this Amazon thing for like a minute, right? We did, we'd have been to different departments. We're trying to get our own union out here in Texas. But we, we started with Amazon flexing, and now we're, like, legit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a real-life part-time driver for Amazon. I got a vest, the shirt, and everything. But the crazy, right. thing, the crazy thing about it is, bro, that as I'm driving, I see a lot of different roads mm. as I'm delivering. I, I mean, mm. I, I see a lot of different roads. I see highways. I see neighborhood roads. I see, you know, uh, country roads. I see a lot of different roads that I'm taking to get to the delivery point where I'm trying to drop off something good for somebody. And just like Steve Harvey said, I, I'm really nobody. I'm just out here being somebody trying to tell you about somebody that's going to save something. That's all I'm doing on these Amazon roads. Right. So it, it made me started thinking about this, man. And. The first thing I was thinking about is depending on the road that you're driving on, it yeah, makes yeah. you determine how you drive. Like mm. the, the type of road you own makes you determine how you're going to drive. If you're going to drive too fast, if you need to slow down, if you need to be more cautious, like determining on the road is how you're going to drive. What am I trying to get to? As I'm thinking about Saul on this road, I'm starting to think about the road back in those days. Like, those roads yeah. were rocky, bro. They were, like, dirt roads, you know? They were, like, yeah. a lot of yeah. obstacles in the way and things like that. So, as we're going through life, the type of road you on is going to determine how you walk out your life with Christ, bro. So, like, I, I, I want to set the stage with where we're getting at with this road to relief. Because I, I need you to understand that the road is very important. Like, I don't know how many times you've yeah. seen it. Every time somebody was going somewhere in the Bible, the road, they always talked about the road, man. So 
Mm. Yeah, or like I, I wanted to turn it over to you right there to like I, I, I'm setting the stage with something great, but you know I know you know you've been driving through flex and you've been seeing a lot of different roads, but you know just how important the road yeah. on the road is, bro. Hey, so, <laughs> bro, you said boy, that's yeah, this is good. I didn't so, even start yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, man. Um, you know, I was I was spending time with my I had to go see my son, right? Yeah. And uh, it was a spring break, right? And so I decided to drive instead of flying, right? Okay. So since we're talking about these roads, I've seen a lot of roads. That's 15 yeah. hours of driving. Lord, thank you, Jesus, for letting me make it there and back. <laughs> um and it's and it's crazy that we're talking about the road because as I'm driving, every time I hit a different state, yeah. you can tell the difference in the road. Right. Okay. I'm I'm going with you. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I had to pause right there. So I hope everybody caught that. Every time I hit a different state, it was a different type of road. Like the color of the road changed, mm-hmm. the texture of the road changed. You know, you can tell when there was new roads, they repaved it, whatever. Right. And yeah. I can always tell what state I'm in. Like going between Texas to Louisiana to Mississippi to Alabama to Georgia, the roads are different, guy. If y'all don't understand that, the roads mm-hmm. are different, right? And so as you on this journey with God, the road is gonna change. Because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna be in a you're gonna be in a different state of mind. You're gonna be in a different state in your heart. You're gonna be in a different state in your peer in your in your uh in your spirit. So the road is going to change. Let's go, bro. Hey, like I like I like how you just said like each state you go to, um, the 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 road changes, right? Um, my wife wrote in the chat that the terrain gets different, right? And that's mm-hmm. you know wherever you may be, things are gonna change, right? And if we yeah, stick yeah. to the story that Saul was on, right? Um, mm-hmm. it literally, you know, I'm reading there and it says that he was on the road. And like I said, I, I imagine the road was filled with like rocks. It wasn't paid. It was kind of bumpy. Right. It, it, it wasn't no like street workers out there, like making roads. Right. And mm-hmm. I, you know, what's crazy, bro. I didn't read in the Bible nowhere about people getting their ankles taped up. Like nowhere in the Bible that I read about people getting their ankles taped up. Hey, hey listen. Y'all know how I am on this thing, so I'm I'm, I'm going, just, just go with me, all right? Like, I, I read nowhere in the Bible that Jesus was out there healing broken ankles. Like, you know, like, I, I you know, Jesus healed the hands. He helped people walk. He did, you know, things, brought people from there. But he wasn't, like, literally putting hands on ankles and saying, hey, I know you rolled it. Now your ankle ain't rolled. Even though people was walking around with the Air Moses 3s, like no one was out rolling ankles, right? Even though they were walking on all of these unpaid roads, these rocky roads, bumpy roads. And I mean, like I said, it just made me start thinking about how important they were paying attention to where they were stepping, right? Mm -hmm. It, It made me really pay attention to that. And like it made me think of this. Uh, I, I started going through, and I was thinking of this verse. Um, it's Proverbs 4 23, 27, the message version, right? It says, Keep a diligent watch over your heart. That's where your life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. But the part that really got me was watch your step 
and the road was stretched out smooth before you. Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for these people that were walking in the Air Moses 3s with no tape guard and no high ankle support, like these people had to watch as they were walking these, cer- these certain type of roads. If not, they would hurt themselves. Now, back in those days, there was no cars. There was no Ubers. There was nothing like that. So if you hurt your ankle and you wasn't able to move, you had some trouble going on. You couldn't get the town to town. You couldn't go shop for food. You couldn't go survive. You would struggle because you took yourself out because you didn't watch where you were stepping. Like, I need you guys to understand this. What I'm trying to get to you is this point is literally my point that I need you to take and write down is your road may be filled with obstacles. That, that's, mm. this, this is where we at right now. See, everybody thinks this road that we're walking and now I'm with Jesus and now I'm with Christ that everything's going to be moved out of my way and I don't have to watch my step no more. That I should be able to just gallop and, you know, and just go through. No, 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 no. That, that, that's not how this is going to work. You're going to have to continue to watch your step. That's what you're going to have to do. We still out here walking with Air Moses 3 zone. Like our support is still not with us because once we become enabled to move and able to walk where God, we're struggling. We can't survive because we're no longer walking. So that's why I need you to stay important to know how important it is for you to watch your step on this walk. Ah, man, let's go. Okay, I'm ready now. Ready. Uh, yeah. I'm ready, uh, bro. Hey. <laughs> You got to be careful, man. Like you ever, I know for like when I'm playing basketball or something, if I step the wrong way, you know what I'm saying? I can hurt myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like on this walk with God, if you step the wrong way, yeah, you're going to hurt yourself. Mm, that's good. I hope y'all are catching it. I hope like, they're catching it, bro. When, when you get outside of where God needs you to be, you're going to hurt yourself. Like, you're sitting there praying, asking God to get you out of that relationship or get you out of the situation that you're in at this point in time in your life, but you took a wrong step. Yeah. He's not like you're asking him to help you get out of something that you put yourself into. If that makes sense. Like you're asking him to get you out of when you made, when you chose that person. Mm, right. Like what my brothers just said to y'all a few, a few minutes ago. I heard my sister voice in there. Shout out to my sister Ash, but God got it. Yeah, he do got it, but you also got to make the right steps. Yeah. Because he going to have it, but you rather have it without the pain, without the hurt, without the, get what I'm saying? Get where I'm going? So yeah. You can't make the wrong step when you're walking this journey with God. That's good, bro. I mean, it's just like the verse says, right? God determines our steps. It, he says, mm. determines but yeah. we still have to step in that in, in that like you still have to step in that and that's why I'm trying to get you to pay attention to like all these people were walking back in those days they had to be watching their step they didn't want to roll an ankle how he put it they didn't want to put themselves in hurt they didn't want to have to put themselves in pain they didn't want to become not being able to survive they didn't want to struggle by being down just because they didn't watch their step so that's how important mm-hmm. it is. Like we're starting right now by telling you that, hey, on your road, you will have obstacles where you're going to have to maneuver and you're going to have to step over. But you can't do that if you're like we were talking about in the other 
podcast, if you're looking this way and you're looking that way, sometimes you're going to be looking down to watch your step. Have you ever seen people who just trip over like everything? Like no matter Indeed. what they're doing, they just trip because they're never watching everything. Like this is how they're walking. Oh my goodness. Yo, yo. And then they're tripping. Like they're they're scrolling and they're comparing and they're just having everything mm, distractions in front of them and they don't even see the obstacles that's coming. And God has already determined yourself to say, hey, Jamarcus, I know there's an obstacle coming and I want you to get around this obstacle. I want you to step over this obstacle. But if I'm too busy here and distracted, no matter if God determines the step, if I'm not with him in that step, you're going mm. to hit the obstacle. You're going to roll an ankle. You're going to be in pain. You're going to hurt yourself. That's what I'm trying to tell you, that I'm here to tell you your road will be filled with obstacles. And I'll give you a quick point on that right now. I, 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 I'm going to tell on myself right now. I was mm. Amazon driving. Uh, I think it was Sunday. I want to say it was yeah. this past Sunday. I have been doing great, and I've been killing it. As the new people, they was like, boy, hey, we thinking about making you employee of the month. But I was like, I don't need no, I don't need, don't give it to me. Give it to somebody else that can make it. I, I was doing good, right? So Sunday, I was on schedule, but I was off the schedule. But they, yeah, picked, yeah. Ooh, let's go, God. But they, a new route came up. No one has never took this route while I was waiting. And they said, hey, Jamarcus, man, you want to take this new route? I've never seen the route before. So has mm. no one else that's been up there seen this route. And I was like, man, I got this route. I'm good. I've only been yeah. driving three weeks, but I'm good. I'm, I'm confident in myself. I got yeah. this route. So the dude before I left, the manager said, hey, man, you're going to the old country roads. You may never drive out there before because you only been doing neighborhoods, the easy paved roads. So I need to tell you something about these roads out here. What it may look like, it may not seem like. A little bit of sand you may see in the road may be a lot of sand when you get up on it. Mm. I started driving and I pulled into a driveway off an old country road. I saw the sand a little bit way ahead of me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get in there. But I don't feel like walking that far, so I'm going to drive a little bit in, but I'm going to stay off the part that looked like it's too much sand. I'm letting y'all know right now, I got stuck. I was stuck for three hours because I thought what I saw from a distance that looked like nothing that I saw before because I've never been on this type of road and this type of van before that way too much than the car that I drive in. I thought I was there. I thought I could make it. Why? Because I didn't want to walk too much. See, what I'm trying to tell you is because I didn't want to watch my steps, because I didn't want to use a little bit more time to be a little bit more careful, and I decided to do it myself, and the road I thought I was on, I thought I could Mm -hmm. see it from a distance, and it was good, it got me stuck because I wasn't walking or I wasn't paying attention to the steps I was taking. See, I didn't take the advice of the dude that told me, you ain't never drove on these country roads. I said, I didn't drove on roads before. I'm good. <laughs> but I never drove on a country road in the Amazon van. See, what I'm trying to tell you is we think we know the roads. Oh, I didn't drove on a road before, so I can drive on this one too. And God be like, no, no, you can't. You may think you know what you're doing. You may think you see that relationship that you want to be in. You may think you want to see that job. And I'm telling you right now, 
It looked good from a distance, but the closer you get up on it, keep going and you're going to get stuck. Ah, that's good. That ain't even, that That wasn't even something we wrote down. That was just something that came, bro. Like, it's important about these obstacles, bro. Important. Yo, that's so good, bro. It's, I, I, man, you remind me of so many times where, see, what you said was that God gave you the power of discernment. Ahead mm, of that's a good word. Okay. See, you you could have judged it for yourself because it could have. See, when you get discernment, it's something about when you get going into a situation, it gives you like something hit your mind like, hey, don't do this. See, that's the Holy Spirit talking to you, letting you know, hey, this ain't where you need to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, the God, see, God doesn't let us go into things. See, on this journey, you're going to face a lot of obstacles. But he's not going to just let you go into one with no guidance. That's not how he operates. See, obstacles are there to get to help us, push us to trusting and believing in him. But there's also guidance so that we don't get stuck too long. Yeah. Right? So he tried to tell you, bro, hey, man, you don't want to, hey, be careful when you're going there. But just like my brother just showed us because he didn't want to walk too far because he didn't want to get inconvenienced because he didn't want to waste time because he was 30 and everybody in the world telling him it's time to have a baby. Mm, He didn't want to get inconvenienced because, Hey man, they job paying more money. So I'm going to just go and go get this job. But see, you don't understand what the obstacles are before you get to that thing. See, God knows all that. God has everything in his plan already perfectly planned out. He know you're going to, he knew Jamarcus was going to go in that sand and get stuck. <laughs> but he said, while you stuck here, I'm going to give you a word from you. And yep. that's how God works in us, man. That's Big good. facts. I, I think, like I told my wife, like she called me, like, because uh, we, I really can't talk too much, like, or whatever. But she was like, she called me. She was like, man, how you I was like, man, it was terrible, man. It was terrible. I've been stuck for two and a half hours. It was terrible, but it was an excellent day because I got a word from it. Like, God gave me such a good word. And that's okay to have those days. It's okay to have a terrible walking day, but get the best word out of it, man. Just be thankful that you're still walking. Like, that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing, right? So, bro, like, if we we go back, right, um, to the story, um, like I told you, Acts 9, 1 through 16, right? It says that um, Saul was on a road, right? We're talking about the road. And if you go in there, it literally says a light from heaven shone down around him. It was so bright. Paul goes on to say later in the in the uh, book uh, that it was so bright, it outside, it out like shone the sun. That's how bright this light was that came down on them, right? Now, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, as I was writing this, I was only reading chapter nine, right? And I wrote down that I I was looking to try to figure out what time of day this was when this, like when the light shone, right? Later on, uh, like I said, I was writing this early and I didn't read a little bit further down, but in Acts like 26, when Paul is re um, explaining the story, you come to find out that the it was midday. He said at noon that the light shone so bright it outshined the sun, right? But as I was writing this, I was thinking, hey, man, if I'm walking back in those days, it's kind of hot. Looked like it was the middle of July. I'm not walking at noon. 
I'm walking like, you know, evening into the nighttime so I can at least be cool as I'm walking. Right. That mm-hmm. that was my thought process as I was reading this. You know, I read my Bible and my interpretation. You read it in yours. So I was thinking it was evening time. Right. So as I was thinking, the light, the light got me like when he said the light shined so bright, like it mm-hmm. outside the sun. Right. And it got me thinking like I was stuck on that because it got me thinking that. If you're in a car, right, and I mean, mm-hmm. you know you're driving at night, you got your regular car lights, right, and you got them on, but it doesn't mean it helps me stay in my own lane if it's too dark, right? If you're on a road, a backcountry road, and you're driving and you got your regular lights on, you still struggle to stay in your own lane. You can't even see the lines that are on the road, right? On top of yeah. that, you also miss the signs, the warning signs on the road. To let you know danger is coming, the speed limit. Yeah. You miss mm-hmm. all of these things. You miss the instructions, right, the, the, the speed, so you don't get a ticket, so you don't get in trouble, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. life is literally like the same thing. We walk around with our regular lights on. I'm calm. I go to church. I pray. I read the Bible here and there. I do a, pr- a plan, a Bible plan. But mm-hmm. on this certain road, when you're in these dark backcountry roads, when everything ain't mm-hmm. looking right, Sometimes your regular lights, it's not good enough. It's not bright enough for that, right? And sometimes it helps you miss all of those signs, those red flags, to not be where I'm supposed to be at this house, not to be in this DM. Oh, those are the exit signs, if y'all didn't know. That's when God was giving you the exit signs on the road. I yeah, got yeah. to these signs down. Or yeah, you yeah. miss the bad relationships, right, when your regular lights didn't shine on the on the bad relationships or the co-workers. That's that little deer sign that's telling you something about to jump out. And if you ain't if you ain't got your lights on to see it, and if you don't slow down, you're gonna hit something. That's your that's those are those type of things. What I'm trying to tell you is the point that I'm trying to get to you, how God explained, how Jesus is explaining this, you need to use your bright lights. That's what I'm trying to get with you. See, Saul was on the road and Saul had regular lights, but the lights that he had was not good for the road that he was on. See, Jesus was saying, I need you to use your bright lights. So today, what I'm trying to tell you, this road that you own, the like you've been on this road before, you may have not been on the road, and you use mm-hmm. your regular lights before, and it seemed yeah. to get you through there, but either you took some hits or you took an exit the wrong way. What I'm trying to tell you is you need to cut on your bright lights. You need to let the bright lights shine down on you so you can see the road better. That's what I'm trying to get, bro. So I'm trying to get on this one, dog. Yeah. Yeah, it's a God give us situations, man, to turn that, that light on that's in us. Like, if y'all ain't y'all haven't read when Jesus died and, and rose again, he said, I leave the power back in y'all. Yeah, so yeah. The yeah, light is true. in us. Like everything that we need to get down this road is in us. So what sense does it make to be on a dark road and not turn your brakes on? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me all, bro. Just, Tell just me that all, simple, bro. right? No, like, no, y'all, no. Nah, it, it's nothing confusing about what I said. Like, if you ever drove at night, and you sometimes, like for these newer cars, you know they got the big bright, bright light, right? Why do you think the cha- if you look at over time the change of the lights in a car? Why do you think they made them brighter to help people see more? Now, God says as you're progressing along your journey. I gave you the light so that you can see better. So that now you can't make 
you're not going to hit the same deer twice. Who wants to hit a deer anyway? Right? You're not going to be in that same relationship twice. That's why yeah. when you start seeing signs of past things, it's like, oh, wait a minute. God showed me this. I already we already been down this road. We already took this test before. So now I don't have to continue to go this journey again down the bump road when I can be on this nice, beautiful paved road that God has already laid before me. Oh, that's good. See, I see, bro, we're going to go with this interpretation thing. When I start reading the Bible and I look at my journey, I look at so many times that I took the old bumpy dirt road. Uh-huh. If y'all ever been in the South and you go down a dirt road, there are no street lights. <laughs> <laughs> no. You might see a light, but it's a distance, right? It's 10, 20 yep. miles down the road. So I see myself in my life taking that dirt road when... <clears throat> there was an exit sign where I could take the highway or the interstate where it's four lanes, bright lights, and no traffic. Yeah. But instead, I chose the bumpy road. So instead of going on the interstate, because here in Texas, thank the Lord that the interstate, you can do 75. Right? I chose the dirt road so I can do 35. Makes <laughs> no sense. See, you see how when you take the wrong roads, how slower you get to where you're trying to go to? Yeah, true, bro. <laughs> God already got it laid, laid out beautifully. Take the right road. It's just that simple. Turn the bright lights on so that you can see. So that you can see that dude that's coming, that's going to wipe out your bank account, tear your credit up, have you going through all kinds of things, treat like Kim K, put a sex tape out on you, things of that nature. Turn your bright lights on so that you don't have to continue being that same brother, father, and kids all over the United States. Now you can be a stand-up father and a man of God. Yeah. That's all you got to do is turn the bright lights on. Yeah, those bright lights, man, they help you. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if you know, but, like, if you're driving on a, a, on a back road, you ever know when you turn on your bright lights, the signs get brighter? <laughs> mm. Like I'm, I'm being serious with y'all. If y'all don't believe me, just try it one night. Just turn mm-hmm. on your bright lights. The stop sign gets brighter when the bright lights shine on it, so you can see yeah. it from a further distance. Like that's what, mm-hmm. like that's what God is literally trying to say. Turn on your bright lights so you can see these signs at a further distance, so you don't need to get all up on it. Like you don't need to get all close to it. You can see the stop sign and the deer sign and your exit sign so far in advance. So you can prepare for it even earlier. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell you to use your bright lights, bro. But like, you know, something else was very, very crazy in this part of the story, man. And I'm going to stay right here while we in this point right now. Like, Mm -hmm. there were a lot of men that was with Saul that got blinded at, at the same time, right? The Bible literally says, like, they fell and they could hear the voice, but they still couldn't see either. So, Saul got blinded, but everybody else that was with him got blinded too, right? So, but you need to understand, like, I want to make this point clear, but God was only calling one name. He only called Saul, Saul, Saul. It's important. The reason why I'm telling this is when you turn on your bright lights, it only helps the driver that turns them on. (laughs) I need y'all to understand that. Whoever turns on their bright lights 
is the one who's getting the most help. So even though there were people that were blinded with Saul just because they was with him and God was trying to get to Saul, this was only for Saul. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't think just because somebody next to you is turning on their bright lights that you're going to be able to see on your road, too. No, 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 no. Because they're going to take an exit off that road and you're going to still be going blinded on the road that you want. So you need to turn on your bright light suit. What I'm trying to tell you is you can't be in another car on side of me using my bright lights forever. I can't be somebody with somebody else using their walk with Jesus my entire time. God is saying you're going to have to turn on your own bright lights. We're going to talk about it in marriage, too. You can't feed off your spouse the entire time. At some point, Jamarcus, I'm going to need you to man up and turn on your own bright lights. She can only get you so far down this road. But at some point, I'm about to take her to another different exit where somebody else needs a ride along with their bright lights for a minute. And then they'll learn how to turn theirs on. When you roll down the window and be like, hey, you need to turn on your bright lights. Mine is on, but I'm about to get ready to exit. See, what I'm trying to tell you is the Bible Mm -hmm. ain't funny about how they explain these things. You could be blinded too, but he ain't calling your name. He only calls Mm -hmm. Saul, Saul, Saul. Like, I I wanted to get that one out, bro, because, like, that that got me, like, real, real quick, bro. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, bro. I mean, (laughs) again, that's just stupid. (laughs) That's just stupid. How you going to drive down this dark road? And you're gonna try to use somebody else's lights, like that makes no sense. Just turn yours on. Like you ever seen, like I, in my mind, right? And I'm, I'm not here to judge people in their driving abilities, but some people just don't truly know how to drive. I'm sorry. But what I'm saying is, you ever see somebody like 10 o'clock at night? How do you not how do you drive down a road with no lights on? <laughs> I Never understood it, man. You know, I know back in the day that meant some gang stuff and people scared to blink at them, but how do you drive down the road with no light? Mm. Like, think about it. How do you walk this journey with no God? Oh, that's good. Oh, that's tough. (laughs) How do you walk this journey knowing that God gave you the vehicle he gave you the instruments. He gave you the lights to turn on. How do you go down this journey and never turn your light on? Mm, that's good. Do you know how many people you're going to hit and can cause injury to? Oh, that's good. <laughs> like, just because you don't turn your lights on, you're, you're going to cause injury to somebody else. You're going to give them paralysis if you hit them because now they're stuck on you and can't get out of a situation in their life where they were supposed to prosper from. You, for men, and I'm, and I'm definitely talking to us because we get out here and we talk to be players, and you get and we get in these women's lives and we recklessly hit them without turning our lights on, and now they're stuck. Now they're going around. This is why the phrase "men are all dogs." This is why the phrase "men aren't." Fill in the blank, <laughs> right? Because we're out here driving with no lights. That's good, bro. Causing injury to others. Understand your walk and your journey is not just for you. Because <clears throat> if you driving down this, this road with no lights on, 
and your kids in the car with you, you're gonna cause injury. You now you affected your family. That's good. That's tough. That's tough. So, hey, bro. Like I wanna, I wanna, I wanna dive into what you just said right now before I even move on. You know what? I, what I tend to think people drive with no lights on. It's because we didn't got lazy. Like you know, the newer cars now, there's an automatic switch. The oh, lights cut on yeah. at night. Like when, as soon as the sun go down, they have cars now with the lights cut on. I bet you if that function went on in a lot of people's cars, they wouldn't even know they was driving without no lights. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is, you've been a Christian for so long. Sometimes you feel like you ain't got to turn on your light. You good? Mm. It's automatically gonna come on. I, I, I know I just hurt some righteous people out there, like the real righteous people that feel like, oh, I'm good. I've been walking with Christ forever. My stuff is automatic. I'm sorry, boo-boo. Your light is not automatic. You need yeah, to turn yeah, on your light yeah, every yeah. day. You need to hit your switch every single day because your light is not automatic. You need to make sure you're turning it on. That It made yeah, me yeah. start thinking about them new cars, bro, because that's yeah. why a lot of people don't even know. It's that little automatic switch where my light is going to automatically cut on when it starts getting dark. And they wouldn't even know. They wouldn't even know until somebody else that was in front of them saw them coming and said, hey, I can't see your light no more. Mm. Hey, I didn't know you've been acting kind of different lately. You dressing a little different or you talk a little different. You starting to curse a little bit more. Ooh. I don't think you know your lights ain't on no more. Woo! I know how it feels. Yeah. We don't like to hear that. We, as the righteous, we don't like to hear that part, but I'm here That's to tell you, you, you need to make sure you turn your lights on, flip your switch every time, man. That's good, bro. Like, I don't think, I don't think they really caught that because a lot of people don't want to hear that, bro. Yeah, but man. A lot, something else about like, something else about like the new cars and we stand on this light thing, right? Um, see, you got to understand that we were talking about how Saul, like it was meant just for Saul. See, if you didn't know, even before Saul became Paul, God, Jesus saw something in Saul that knew he was going to be a great disciple. See, Mm -hmm. Saul was already like he knew Jewish culture. He knew Jewish language. He knew Greek ways, too. He knew the theology, which he knew the Old Testament. Like Jesus saw and God saw these things in him to say that I can do something with this dude. I can take all of that right there and do yeah, yeah. something with that. But because yeah, yeah. of the road that Saul was on was too dark and Jesus already knew the plan and what Paul was going to be used for, he knew he had to turn on Paul's brighter lights, right? That's why Job eleven seventeen says, your life will be brighter than noonday. Even darkness will be bright as morning. See, like what I'm trying to tell you is like, God already know, even though you're in your dark space, even though he know the road you're on right now is dark, you have the things in you all ready to be called. All you need to do is turn on your bright lights and you'll be able to see. But there was something else that was crazy, bro. The people that got blinded with Saul, do you know out of everybody, Saul was the only person to see uh, Jesus rise again? Like he was the only one. And we're Mm -hmm. going into Easter weekend and all this is going to tie into that too. Like, He was the only one out of everybody that got blinded that day to see Jesus rise. Like that threw me all the way off. But then it started making me think about what I was saying earlier. This message was only for Saul. Even though people were blinded by him, this was this miraculous thing that happened was only for him. You need Mm -hmm. to know, even with bright lights, some people just can't see yet. 
You said it earlier, bro. When some people are not just supposed to be on the road. I, I'm yeah. telling you right now, they all got shown the bright lights. All of mm-hmm. them got blinded by the bright lights, but they wasn't meant to see yet, even with the brighter light. You need to be careful when you're on the road. You know, I was driving my Amazon truck and it started getting dark because I was I was stuck. I didn't know the newer cars have this new feature. When you turn your bright lights on, when there's another car coming, if your car has a front camera, it automatically turns off the bright lights so you don't blind the oncoming traffic. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like it, it, right. it doesn't blind the oncoming traffic so that they can't see so you don't have a head-on collision. It helps you manage when the bright light come on and off. It knows that if there are other cars with regular lights in a good community around you who are just trying to get through the road, you don't need the bright lights right now because both of y'all lights together is going to make the road bright. But once you get past that car, you need to turn your bright lights on again. It automatically comes on for you. Bro, like this thing threw me all the way off. But I needed to yeah. make the statement right there, bro. I had to yeah. make the comment, bro. So good, yeah. So good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that is good, man. And and that's and that's how God does it, man. Cause sometimes yeah. when we see other traffic coming, man, like in order for them to see, right? Yeah. Like you said, the light has to go back then. Right. So I picture that as I'm telling my testimony, right? The testimony's been shined. I'm turning my bright lights on. Now that they are coming closer to God, now they can see more because, boom, now, hey, I don't have to shine my bright light because you heard the testimony. Now you got how you can be redeemed, how you can be saved, how you can be changed, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, like we, like I was telling uh, sister today, man, hey, you got to tell your testimony, man. Yeah. See, that's you turning on your bright lights. That should God say you you like we should talk that we should confess our sins and all this stuff to one another so that we can all pray together and be healed. Healing comes in testimonies. Healing comes in being vulnerable enough to tell your story. Along this journey, you're gonna have to tell your story. That's the function that God gave you, is the bright turning the bright lights on. If you never turn your bright lights on, you know something? It's something about when you're on a road, a dark road, and both people have don't have their bright lights on, they just pass each other. Mm. Right? Nothing stands out about the other car to you. Yeah. You just drive past it. But it's something about when somebody got their bright light on, <clears throat> it takes your focus away. It's like, hey man. Like, you want to get that person's attention. Like, hey, man, turn your lights down so I can see. Mm-hmm. Right? So <clears throat> we have to do the same thing. As a, as we're on a walking this journey, we're letting our light shine. We're letting it shine real bright. But as soon as that person comes, you're going to get their attention. Now it's time to get a testimony. Man, that's now you can show them how to turn on the bright light. Because some for these newer cars, I'm going to be honest, man. Sometimes I get them, I don't even know, how to, I don't even know where the light switch is. Mm, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I want to dive into something because I, I think it needs to be said. And I can't I can't pass this part up, man, because we got to be real. We got to be real when we're talking about God and, and the walk. And this is just my 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 thought on it. Um, my wife wrote something in there. Um, two is better than one. Right. And it's 100 percent true that two is better than one. The Bible says if 
one person gets cold by himself he has nobody to warm him up if he has another person they can warm each other up if one person falls he got nobody to back him up two is better than one but I, I what happens what i'm trying to describe with these bright lights if both people are coming head on with their bright lights you're going to cause an accident what am i trying to say to you in in marriage in relationships a lot mm-hmm. a lot of times people they they want to shine their bright light both people mm. are trying to shine their bright light. They're trying to throw every every scripture, everything, everything that's right there. And God is saying, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. When you guys are together, when both of y'all regular lights are on, it makes a bright light already. Both of y'all don't need to come together with the bright lights on right now because y'all mm. can't even see each other. Y'all are using me to try to shine light on somebody else who's trying to shine light as well. And God, I'm just talking about in marriages here and relationships. Like we try to use that as a way to communicate with each other. Yeah. And if you're doing that, you're out, you're, you're blinding each other. That's why God says, just confess your sins, be vulnerable, which means have on your regular lights <laughs> when you're going in there, have on your regular lights. So when the person is being vulnerable with you, have on your regular lights sitting on the other side, right? God literally says, if you judge them, I'm going to judge you how you judge them. So if you have their bright lights on them, I'm going to turn my bright lights on you. Now, that, that's what, I'm, I'm being real with y'all because this mm-hmm. is what we do. This is where the problems come in because we don't know how to, like I said, turn the, turn the light off. Like we we in these automatic stages. It's dark. Mm-hmm. I guess I gotta turn my lights on. The marriage is going bad. I need to bright my lights up. Like this is what I'm trying to tell you. Every road you own, you don't need bright lights. If there's already lights on the road, you don't need your bright lights. You don't need them. It's already good enough for you, bro. Like I I I, I did not want to pass that over because that, yeah. that happens a lot. It happens a lot with relationships, with friendships, with marriages. It happens a lot of times. Like being just praying for somebody and telling them you love them is you using your regular light and letting God use his bright lights on them. For the most part, that's what needs to happen. A lot of times we just need to pray for somebody, love on them and just use our regular lights and God will shine the brighter light on this situation. I I had to go there before we move on, bro. But I I wanted to talk about something too, because I think like for, I don't know how everybody else feels, but for me, I hate driving on roads that got like a lot of turns and curves and all this thing, this this flip flops and all that. I'm like, bro, just get me on the straight road. I-10 by 10. It's a straight. I can shoot that path all the way up. I ain't got to worry about that. Right. But I like how once Saul was blinded, if you read in the Bible, Bible, bro, it's so good. It, later on in the story, he was blinded and the people had to take him to a certain street, right? A certain avenue to drop him mm. off. I know you know my favorite. Doing. Bro, this is my favorite part, bro. Yeah, like, I like how I like yeah. how he was on this road that was mm. like filled with turns and obstacles and all of yeah. that. And God shined a brighter light on him and they had to take him somewhere. And I ain't even got no metaphor, no punchline for this. It literally says God will get you to the straight street. That in the Bible, it says God took Saul to the straight street. 
So no matter what type of road you on, no matter what type of thing you walking on, it can be filled with curves and obstacles and bumpy and all of that. If you turn your bright lights on and start walking with God, God is going to get you the straight avenue because God wants to make your path as straight as possible. That's how you get on straight avenue, bro. Like, I'm going to turn it over to you, bro, because I, I know you love this part. But as I was reading it, I was like, oh, it's so good. All I got to yeah. do is get with God and you telling me I could get on a straightened path? Oh man, that's so good, bro. I'm gonna bring in a key element of this this part of the story, man. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, bro. This part is very. I need everybody to get this. If y'all don't know this story, right? The man that he's talking about was killing people that believe. <laughs> Let's go. He was killing them. He's on a <laughs> Saul was known for killing. Christians. Christian killer. In my mind, he was like Agent 47 <laughs> from Hitman. Right? Out there just taking them out. See, it's something about when the enemy is in you because the enemy knows the word as well. The enemy knows every scripture in this Bible. Yeah. Right? And for you that are on your journey, if you're hearing this right now, you're right. God is getting ready to take you back to the straight road mm. because thank you thank you you need far. to understand that it doesn't matter where you are on your journey Ooh. it doesn't matter what your past is <laughs> it doesn't matter what everybody else says about you god can get you on the straight road he took somebody that was killing christians in our time today if you shoot Two and a half people. I don't know how you get a half of one, but you shoot two and a half people, you're going to jail. Yeah. Right? So he took the the biggest hit man in history. <laughs> yeah. And turned his life around. God, sometimes when we're on this journey, we're we think that we are we're not we're not good enough to come to God. Oh, God cool. was God was sending you help. Yeah. <laughs> As my sis said in the comment, two is better than one. Sometimes you're not, your light is not bright enough to get you to your destination. And that all comes from internal things, self-guilt, insecurities, all that kind of stuff. Saul was killing Christians. Mm, God, God blinded him. And made somebody else, the same Christians that were, he was going to kill, took him to where he needed to go. That's good, bro. Dog, That's like good. you you said That's it, good. you said it so perfectly, bro. Like you gotta understand, like he needed to be on straight street. Like, like you said, he he was on a road, right? The road, the path that he was walking, he was going to go kill Christians. That's why he was on the road of Damascus, like he was on his way to go kill Christians. <clears throat> excuse me like he was on that half and god was like no this ain't your road it's dark right now and i need to get you on straight street see like the reason he needed to get on straight street is so that he could be found so that he could be baptized 
with the Holy Spirit so that we could have got the Saul to Paul conversion. Like, this is what God did. God said, I don't care about where you came from. I know the turns and curves that you came off this road. I know how bumpy, I know how many obstacles is on the, in the way of this road. But right now, my whole problem, my whole thing is to get you on this straight avenue. And that's what I need you to do. Because on the straight avenue is where the baptism is going to come. On the straight avenue is where I get to come inside of you to make a change, right? And if you're on that road right now that seems like it's too bumpy, got too many turns, help is on the way. All you need to do is pull over. Like, that's what I'm trying mm. to tell you. A lot of us like to keep on driving, even though we hate the road we own. No, God is saying, uh-uh, pull over. Pull over right now and help is on the way to straight avenue. See, Saul was walking a road many... Th- Okay, I had to go do some Google on this. I ain't Googled in a long time, and it felt good again. I had to go do Google Damascus Road, right? I wanted to know yeah, yeah. how would yeah, Damascus Road look back in there. I don't know if y'all were ever brought up in, like, an apartments that led to a convenience store. Like, in apartments that I grew up was, there was always paths that led to the convenience stores. I'm talking about the paths that somebody walked before, and so many people been walking mm-hmm. on that it automatically made a new path, right? It made that little path yeah, to yeah. get there. See, Saul was walking on one of them paths that everybody had already walked before. Everybody was already walking this dark road. Everybody was already going against Christ, saying that anybody who was a Christian was going, they was blasphemy, they was doing whatever. God found him on an already walking path. And he said, nope, you don't belong on this path. You don't belong on this road. You belong on straight avenue. And I need to get you there. See, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to tell you is, don't conform, don't conform to the world. Better yet, let's get him to straight street and like the old people say, off the beat. Let's get him off the beaten path. Like this is what I'm trying to tell you. God is trying to get you to go somewhere off the beaten path. Have you ever been on vacation and you found the restaurant or you found something that nobody else could find on the on the street that everybody's already been on and you found the gym? Because you found something off the beaten path. I'll give you somebody else. Jesus this Sunday that's coming did something off a beaten path see this sunday you need to know this like literally god jesus was walking on a bumpy road with all turns but what he did was a long time ago years years ago he walked off a beaten path he walked six what i think they said what two thousand meters two thousand feet with a cross on his back like he already did that for us his path was already beaten he took stripes for us He did all of this this Sunday. So what I'm trying to tell you, the same way Jesus did it, the same way Jesus did something off the beaten path, so can you. You can do all of these things that he did, right? He did all of that off a beaten path. Jesus wants you to know off the beaten path, you can find relief. This is what this is about. The road to relief. His walk off the beaten path was our relief. That's what it was. It was our relief, dude. Like, man. Like this feels good, bro. Like it feels yeah. automatic. Man, this is this yeah. automatically feels great, bro. <laughs> hey, that off that off that beaten path, man. That, man, if y'all ever been traveling, there's these things called rest stops. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Because you've been driving so long, you're tired, you fuck, you're hot, your kids are cranky. Sometimes you just need to pull over at a rest stop. <clears throat> like back in the day before Tom Tom and Siri and Google Maps, yep. they had this thing called a map. It's a regular map of the United States. You get it, it's a big old map. You pull it out, you, you, you had to chart your way over to where we were trying to go, right? 
Long the one of the biggest things that popped up the biggest on the map was the reset. This is what you need to do when you're walking this journey. Because you're sitting there getting stuck, because you feel down. And I, I'm gonna give y'all a personal testimony this week, man. Uh I've been in a state of confusion, just chaoticness in my mind because I want to do 150 million things at one time. And when I get to these states, if y'all haven't heard, if you have, if you just new to our podcast, we told a story of our journey from 2020 to now, and you'll hear where frustration hit, and I, I handled it, I handled it a different way. Now I handle it in a total different way from that time, because now I just get off the path. I take everything, I, I release it, I lay it before God. And I just let it go. I take a rest. I get to the rest stop and I just rest. Yeah. Walk around, walk the dogs. You know what I'm saying? This is just my mind of what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. And you have to you have to get off that road. Because if you're on this road, you're driving a car on a bad road, you're gonna tear the vehicle up. The vehicle is you. <laughs> you're gonna tear you up. You're striving and trying to do all this stuff and chase this person and be this person at work and trying to elevate in your life. And it's just so much going on that God said, no, just get rest. Rest in me is what he said. Right. So on this road. Just take the rest up. Right. Get get off the beat. Rest in God. Because he's going to get you to the next spot. He's going to get you to the next part of the journey. But you can't get there if your dog tired and you're falling asleep at the wheel. That's good, bro. Bro, I, you know what, man? I, I usually don't be, um, especially in my personal life, I like to tell my testimony of every bad thing that I did, every every good thing that's happened. You know, I've shared it on this podcast a lot. I've shared it in person. But but tonight I I, I got to share this one because I'm not about to let let this go with God telling me to say this and this be a testimony for somebody out there. All y'all know my story, my backstory. Y'all know about the, the sexual abuse. Y'all know about the losing promotions. Y'all know about the relationships uh, with me and my dad. I, I, I got to highlight something here tonight that every time I see this, this pop up. It, it, it's literally God telling me, you know what I can do when you just let me shine your bright light. Like, I need to let y'all know this comment on your screen right now is my father. That That is my dad watching my podcast. The same person that I came on this podcast saying that I was going through so much trouble with, saying all these things was happening, all of these things. And I'm here to tell you, when you let God come in and you stop worrying about everything else and you turn on your bright lights so that you can get off whatever dark road you want that don't got nothing to do with what you and your father is going through and God is just trying to come through and brighten up something in your life, he will make a road for you and everybody else to cut on your bright lights. I swear as a grown man here sitting 37 years old, this right here <clears throat> is literally what God, what Jesus walked with the cross on his back and said, I will get relief for you and everybody else, for the check being void, for everybody else. While I will go to hell and grab the keys 
for everybody else. Why I woke up on an early Sunday morning to show you that the brightest light that will be shined is me. And I promise you, if you let me shine it for you, I will show you every road that you can take to get to me. I'm telling y'all right now, I feel this with everything in my soul. This right here, this is better than this. This is life. If you don't believe that testimonies will don't happen, if you don't believe that God ain't real, that's cool. All I'm trying to tell you is do this. This Sunday, just try to turn on your bright lights. Turn on your bright lights on the road you own and let God come in and shine something in your life that's been dark forever. He's going to take you off a old dark road that you was on and put you on straight avenue. And he's going to send some people in your life that's going to do things that you can't even explain. Man, I'm telling you right now, bro, that, ah, man, I ain't got nothing else, bro. That, that, bro, mm-mm. Hey, y'all, hey, man, this, this is bro talk. If you're new to this, this is bro talk. This is how God comes on and just shows us what who he is series. I can in, in, in the midst of whatever we may be thinking, feeling, or going on. There's no faking in this. No, no pump fakes, no caps. This is God. This is how it works. When you take whatever it is, and I mean whatever, you don't have – the darkest secret that you got in your life, you can take that to God and God is going to make that something beautiful. Mm. Like everything that you think is dark in your life, he will take it and make it so beautiful. Restoring relationships, restoring marriages, <laughs> restoring promotion. <laughs> and I'm talking about my brother Demarcus right now. Like, uh-huh. Restoring it's something about when you left at God's feet and when He re- sees that you released it, what He takes from you, He gives back more. And I need everybody to catch this. You don't have to stress, you don't have to worry, you don't have to be nervous, you don't have to be fearful, just be free. Mm. This testimony came from freedom because my brother decided, you know what? I'm going to get off this path and I'm going to be free. And when you become free in God, there are no more dark days, man. There are no more dark days. There are no more suffering. There's no more suffering. There's no Like you're going to cry tears of joy instead of all the tears of pain that you had in your life. You're going to. You, you might have thought that you missed a relationship with a parent or, or a family member, but when God restores it back, it comes back 10 times, 100 times, folks. And there's nothing you can do about it. So, man, that's man, that was good. Thank you, brother. I pray for your father. I pray for you and your family, man. We continue that. God just keeps shining the bright light in y'all, man. And that's so good, man. That's Bro. This all right, all right. I need y'all. I, I'm I'm serious, y'all. Like we don't we don't go in here like marketing a lot. We don't really do all that. Hey, if you come on, you come on. Uh, thank you for like the ones who always show up. That's we we love y'all. We praying for y'all all the time. I I, I got a favor to ask y'all. I need y'all to share this with as many as people as you can share it with. I, I'm telling y'all, I got this feeling. 
This series right here, this series is about to be powerful. And I ain't talking about for me. I'm not talking about for E. I'm not talking about for everybody who's involved. This series is about to be powerful for you or somebody in your life. You, you need to share the light. Like with everything going on in the world, we need to do this, man. I'm, I'm, I'm begging y'all right now. I'm not, we never do this. I'm asking right. y'all, bring as right. many people on as y'all can. Tell people to send us prayer requests. I don't care what it is. I don't care what time right. it is. Don't hit me after midnight, though. But, like, I need y'all yeah. to, like, go on. And we need to, bro, we need to share this one. Because I'm telling y'all, yeah. this series right here, I can feel it. It's about to be something powerful. Yeah. And I'm claiming it already in the name of Jesus. I'm doing it already. Yes. Like, some people are about to get yeah. healed out of this one. So, bro, I yeah. can't wait, dude. Let's, man, let, I'm already ready for next time. Let's go. Man. That was so good. But, hey, man, we're going to wrap it up. Stay tuned for the next episode. Like my brother said, this series is good. The stage has already been set. And we're just thankful to God for the lives that will be changed. Yeah. I thank everybody for tuning in, for the consistency of others and the newcomers. And, man, ah, this is good. This is so good. But I'm going to save it. Put it on hold right now because God got more coming and we're going to let him lead like he always do. Until yeah, next time, y'all be blessed. Ah, so good, man. So good. So good.